Running a pet business is no walk in the park. I've been there, done that, and sure have the campfire stories to prove it. That's why Pet Boss Nation created Camp Pet Boss, where you can relax at a beautiful lake, refuel your leadership confidence with our in-person activities, and reignite your passion for the pet business of your dreams with your pet industry peers and trusted experts. Camp Pet Boss is a one-of-a-kind business retreat that mixes conference learning sessions and camp-like activities for pet professionals and their dogs. When was the last time that you got away from your business, unplugged from the chaos, and reconnected with your inner entrepreneurial spirit? And I hope that you heard me, that your furry best friend could be there too. Get ready for the most amazing and unique in-person adventure for pet business owners and their dogs, happening this summer in Lake Delton, Wisconsin, August 27th through the 30th of 2024. Tickets will sell out, and one building is already booked solid, So I want you to hit pause on this podcast and visit camppetboss.com right now to make sure that you have a room reserved. Your ticket price includes all food, lodging, and seminars. Need another reason to secure your ticket early? How about a massive discount of savings of $850 off your ticket? That's right. Early bird pricing is happening right now, but not for much longer. And I can't wait to hang out with you at camp this summer and share all those juicy pet boss stories around the campfire. When it comes to making social media posts, going live, writing email newsletters, and planning events for your pet business, you either love it or you hate it. If you hate it, you're not doing it at all or enough. I know you, I see you. And if you love it, you just never feel caught up. Wondering how to make the marketing magic happen? Well, we're going to talk all about it right now. Welcome to the Boss Your Business Podcast, the show for the local pet business owner. If you have a physical building, carry inventory, have a team, or dream of having one someday, then this podcast is for you. You'll hear honest conversations from pet pros work in the streets of Main Street, where dog business is big business. I'm your show host, Candice Daniolo, the founder of Pet Boss Nation and a pet business coach. I've started, scaled, and sold three successful pet businesses, and now help mentor thousands of pet professionals to see success faster together. I'm sharing my favorite business tips with you, mixed with the latest secrets of what's working now, especially in this challenging world. So if you're a pet supply store, grooming salon, dog daycare, boarding facility, pet sitter, dog trainer, or really anyone covered in fur, let's get started. My guests today are rock stars at independent pet business marketing. I'm interviewing a humble yet wildly successful pet retailer and her marketing team member. From billboards and boonie bucks to Facebook lives and email newsletters on the weekly, these two pet bosses have found a way to collaborate, communicate, and get committed to their pet business marketing. They're one-on-one VIP clients of mine in Pet Boss Nation and their Pet Boss Club members. I have Amanda McReynolds and Flo Glotty of Pure Pet here with us today to share all their marketing goodness with you because as you already heard, you know that marketing can be tough for a lot of us. It's not, it's not necessarily a skill we're born with. It's definitely something that we need to develop. Thank you for coming here today to talk to our pet industry community, Amanda and Flo. Welcome to the Boss Your Business podcast. 
Yeah, thanks so much for having us. Yeah, we're so happy to be here. Yeah. Amanda, as the co-owner of Pure Pet, would you tell us a little bit more about your retail store? Yeah, so Jay um, and I opened Pure Pet back in 2015. We've got 2,000 square feet worth of show space, and then we have two self-service dog wash stations. We're getting ready to celebrate number seven. So Yeah, you're seven, and you're going to be expanding soon too, right? Yes, we are going to be um, opening our second location. Um, so we're really excited about that. And so you've got a pretty big team. Um, uh, how many employees do you have? I've got 10 employees total. And then Jay and I, it's really expanded, especially over the last year in pre- preparation for yeah. the, the Marion location. So right. yeah, you've been uh, already hiring some of those um, employees and getting them really trained at your current location. So they're more prepared for your new location. Right. And so then in that process of thinking about who else you needed on your team, you really were wanting help with your marketing because, you know, in one-on-one sessions we were having together, I noticed, I was like, what's going on? You haven't posted on Facebook in like two weeks of you're collecting emails, but you're not sending emails out. Like you have all this opportunity in front of you to be communicating with your customers, Amanda. And, but of course you're like, Candace, don't give me one more thing to do. <laughs> don't give me one more thing to do. <laughs> so we started looking at like, let's hire somebody. Who can we hire to be a, you know, a, a marketing assistant to you. And, um, tell us about what that experience was like, as you were kind of dragging your feet for lack of better words, <laughs> having to bring, bring on somebody. Yeah. I was really nervous about, um, hiring out, um, just, you know, some random person that had like, you know, marketing experience, but you know, like we have fun here and we know our products here. And I was like, this is going to be way more work because I'm going to have to train somebody on, you know, I'm going to have to write all the descriptions and I'm going to have to do all of this. And uh, luckily Flo was in a position (laughs) where she was able to be like, I've got 20 hours a week. It made it really easy to just bring somebody that knew the business on and really had the passion. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Flo had worked at Pure Pet. So Flo, tell us about your experience in coming on board to Pure Pet. Hi guys, I'm Flo. So back in 2015, I had actually just started my master's degree in animal nutrition here in Southern Illinois at SIU. But two months into the program, a friend of mine from school was like, hey, have you seen this new store? And I'm like, no, I didn't. I immediately got in my car and drove there and um, picked out a food. And I had just started feeding like fresher food and everything. And I mean, it was like so crazy. You walk in and Amanda and Jay, the owners are like standing there. This is a dream. Like these this couple is like running this business and it's like so cool. And so I literally just said, Hey, if you all ever need help, here's my number. And Jay wrote it on a post-it and he still to this day shows me this post-it and it's just hilarious. So that was in 2015. I started working in like late fall, very quickly, Amanda and I would be, became friends. And, um, and so I think our passion and, oh, by the way, my whole entire line of work shifted. I am now a nutritionist for dogs and cats and I am totally 100% in nutrition. Like I started my own company. I make bone broth for dogs and cats. The business is called crude carnivore and it's like my little baby. And we're in year two and, um, sold in like 16 States, 40, over 40 stores. So it's really growing. And, um, I launched it all here at pure pet. So it's been just like an awesome journey. Like there's been so much opportunity. And so I worked here for five years and then, you know, I, it was time for me to just kind of step away and focus really all my time on that in the fall, like a whole year later, 
I just slowly started noticing like it was just getting really hard to kind of keep up with the growth of the business um, while still paying my bills. And so I just kind of had to like come crawling back and be like, hey, so if you need help, you know, and it was just coincidentally that Amanda was just in the search for somebody who could do um, social media. And I did some social media while we while I was here. Well, I guess I did most of the social media mm -hmm. while I was here, but it yeah. was not as intense as it is now, of course, and it's much more focused now. And um, so, yeah, that's kind of the story on how I came here and how uh, I'm back. How oh, you're back. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? As we started thinking about who to hire for this role, whether it was a virtual person helping you or an, a local person helping you. I, I now in my business at Pet Boss Nation, we have a, a virtual team, which we've gotten very good at working virtually, but it works for our business model. But when I had my brick and mortar business, my pet, pet boutique and doggy daycare, I had a local team member who could come into the shop and take pictures or who could meet with the team members and do videos with them. It didn't have to rely on me. They could take products home with them if they really had to take photos or a demo the product with their own pets at home. Like there's this extra layer of support that you get when you do hire a local marketing person to help you. Right. Right. What I want to mention too, is that to our listeners, that there are likely customers of yours who are very savvy at Instagram or who love Facebook and Facebook groups, or maybe they even do the email marketing at their companies and they are passionate about your store or your pet business and they're passionate about their pets and they would um, be interested in applying for a marketing position at your company. So don't hesitate to tap into the customer base um, to see if there's someone there who could help you. And also there might even be a staff member who actually is, it has a, this ability and is also inclined and has a desire and an interest to take this on. It, it be, it's a process, right? It's an evolution. And we're going to talk more about that at the end about how you guys work together. But, um, what I found really interesting, you know, because again, for our listeners, I just did an interview with Amanda and Flo for our pet boss club members. They did a deep dive on email marketing. And what I loved in hearing Flo during that whole whole conversation was how passionate flow you were about the pure pet brand and how interested you are in, in improving the stats and, and working on the business. And so, and I know that, that it's like a dream, it's a dream employee that every business owner I feel like wants to get is just somebody who cares about my business as much as I do. So, um, but, but why do you, why do you think that is, is that just your love of animals or just, just the history you've been there? Uh, I mean, would that come naturally otherwise? No, I think that it's my relationship with Amanda. I think our friendship just grew. And I think with that comes the, I don't know, I just like want to do it good and I want to do a good job. And I mean, yes, it helps that I care about that more dogs eat better. And that like, you know, it, I think the passion for me comes from educating customers. And that's what I did when I was here um, for a while there, you know, we did consultations and we would do seminars and all these things. So I think the passion comes from that. And that helps me convert it into so my posts, all my educational posts and the details that I put in them and the information that I'm able to share is so helpful. I don't know if our relationship wouldn't be what it is, then I probably wouldn't. When we've like grown <laughs> into this, you know, company, you started, you were growing into like your degree and everybody just grew with the business. Yeah. And I think just seeing it grow right in front of your eyes oh, and for just sure. like, you don't have to have ownership in it to feel like it's your own too. Like yeah, we, oh my gosh, we would go live on Facebook. We just talked about this. We're going to try to bring it back. The Amanda and Flo show. We would go live <laughs> on Facebook every week. And we had such, we are such clowns. Like we are just so naturally, like we joke and it's fun and it be, it's not work. It's not a work 
think when you relate that to hiring somebody who works, we just talked about this before we came on is um, Amanda was like, ideally, you'd want somebody who can be in your atmosphere for a while before I don't know. You can mm-hmm. elaborate. Yeah. Just to know your customer base and, you know, just like what products move, mm-hmm. what do people come in? What are they asking for? Like some people don't get being a pet parent, you know? Right. And so hiring so, someone to help you with social media, who doesn't even own their own pets, it's going to, it's going right. to be harder for them to come up with content and be naturally inclined to write copy. Right. Yeah. Flo's a pet parent and she loves, she loves, I mean, I think you can tell by how passionate she is about talking about, you know, <laughs> her job. We had this conversation the other day because we were talking about like design for your company and doing logo design and all these things. Um, And I said, you want someone who understands what your direction is, what your passion is, what you're, what you look like, not the other way. You don't want a marketing company to come in and take over. And then all of a sudden you look completely different and customers are like, I don't even know who, who is this? Like you want somebody who can literally immerse themselves into your vision and make it happen. And I think that I learned a lot from Amanda. Like, this is not just me. Like I remember in the beginning days or I would write a post and I'd be like, okay, read it. Like she would double check everything. And I mean, Amanda went to school for marketing, so that's totally her thing. But I also get, you know, now she can do so many things, but it's the time, the time thing. So, I mean, I did learn, we, I learned a lot. I didn't come in here knowing like how to do it all. Like nobody did, but I learned a lot from her too. So, I mean, I think that there's credit due there for sure. Yes. 100%. If you guys want to check out the pure pet brand, uh, all the links to their social media are in our show notes. Just visit petboss.com forward slash episode five. Um, I want to touch on before we get into the nitty gritty of it, of your marketing techniques and strategies, just something that you mentioned there too, about wanting to educate people. And I really think we need to drive home here the point that for our local businesses, yes, you'll be found by Google My Business. And yes, you'll be found when people are walking past your storefront or through word of mouth marketing, but we can't just rely on that. Every business needs to do marketing. Marketing can include email marketing, Facebook, Instagram, podcasting, putting up a billboard in your town, you know, there's all, all lots of ways that you can market your business, but we have to do it. And I think what you've said there so beautifully is that you're using these platforms to educate pet parents, to make better pet parents, right? Yeah. So that they can make better decisions to improve the quality of the life of that pet. And I know that everyone listening has this massive amount of knowledge and in, in their noggin, right? About how to be a better pet parent but they're afraid of going on that Facebook live, or they're afraid to communicate what they think. Were you guys afraid to do that? And how did you overcome that? Y'all can all go back and look at our first few videos on Facebook. It is embarrassing, but honestly, like we would literally spend time before we went live. This is the funniest story. We would be like, okay, I'm going to say hi, everybody. Like we would literally practice the video. We would. How? I mean, that is probably the worst thing you can do because it's, that's awkward because then you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot what I was going to say. So we did that for a while. But you got over it. You got over yourself. Yes. Nowadays, it's just like, we are doing a Facebook live tonight, um, five o'clock, the camera better be on. It doesn't matter if you're like getting, ending a conversation with the customer, like just cameras rolling and just talk (laughs) and just, okay. So one thing that we did just talk about is actually funny because I told Amanda, so we used to do the Amanda and Flo show and we would like (laughs) change the setup. We would sit behind our bakery case and we'd have all these products. We would be drinking wine or drinking a beer or whatever. 
like just trying to be fun, you know, and um, sometimes we were just running through the store trying to show products. Like there's always different things, but it's easier when you have another person. So if you are just by yourself and it's just you and you have one employee, grab that employee. And obviously this helps because of our relationship and our, you know, we also like hang, hang out. Like when we did these all the time, I mean, now we rarely have time to see each other outside of work, but we would hang out and we would go on hikes and we, you know, socialize outside of it. So then when we come together, the, the interaction is just so much more smooth. And so if you can grab another person and have a conversation, have a conversation in front of the camera, that is so different. So we actually were talking about, Hey, how about we do that again? Yeah, so I would back. do it on Tuesdays and bring it back because that does help more smooth mm-hmm. and also not as scary. I think like I do the Instagram lives on mine and I'm like, Oh my gosh, people probably think I'm crazy, but, yeah, <laughs> but you keep help. doing it. Cause here's the thing. The people that are drawn to us are going to keep following us and they're going to engage. And then, yeah. you know, then they hopefully will turn into customers, but we have to give them that choice to either tune in or tune out, let the, you know, and you're not going to win everybody over, but it's important that you do some marketing to, to meet new customers. Okay. So let's dig into some of the marketing strategies you guys have used. So over the years, what's one of the most successful marketing strategies to raise awareness about your brand and generate revenue? With Pure Pet, we've gotten really lucky. We haven't done like a whole lot of paid advertising. Um, a lot of it has been organic word of mouth. Um, we do a lot of social media just through Facebook, Instagram. A lot of it has been just straight organic. Mm-hmm. We have so. done some like, well, Facebook and Instagram, we've I don't know how much money that has been spent on Facebook and Instagram ads, probably under hundred dollars in seven years. Yeah. Not right. a lot. So when you say organic, it's been just, you guys put you posting consistently on your Facebook page and yes. on Instagram and you've gotten a lot of engagement. I think, you know, I do, I do see that from you guys. And so, um, which just for reference in the last, and I wrote the, pull the number since October 18th, when I started and being the like, consistently posting like once or twice a day, um, we've got 121.8% increase of Facebook visits and 194% of Instagram visits. And we've got almost 200 more Instagram followers and our Facebook is sitting at like 5,600 and something. So, um, those people might not come in your store, but there's a lot of activity there that people just see it. And I mean, people are enticed to come in. And so I do think it makes a big difference to have, to show up. Mm, right. Consistency. You just said from one to one or two times a day, you're posting. So it's consistent. Mm-hmm. And, and it's actually, I think, you know, you're doing a great job with the variety of types of things that you're posting. It's not just the cute dog meme every single time. Like I know mm-hmm. that there are people listening who they're like, my Facebook isn't growing. Nobody engages on my page. But if you go to their page, it's every post is a dog meme and has nothing to do with their business. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. like, that's not what your Facebook page is for your Facebook page and your Instagram are really like a portfolio of your business. It's, it's a curated visual between photos, graphics, and videos of your brand and how you represent your brand and what you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And definitely a lot of people say, don't look at your content, but I always look at my content layout, like the way that the colors show up in the Instagram feed. Like, I don't want it to be like green, green, green. Cause we always use consistent colors, consistent branding, consistent fonts. And so I don't want it to be like the same thing over and over. So I always make sure that I swap up the, the photos and like, I'll take a picture of something that I'm holding in the store. Or then I'll do like, I have like backdrops that I use. And so then I'll take pictures of that. So what idea has happened over the years that you just thought was going to be amazing, but ended up being a big flop? <laughs> we've, I mean, 
we've done a couple events where we've really like marketed them big time you know like our photo events are huge for us and everybody shows up for them and we really lack structure in some of those sometimes like one time we did santa photos and like i scheduled out too long of a block and we we made them by appointment only and it just poor santa i felt bad because he like you know only got then sat around 40 pictures Santa's like walking around in the back like where is everyone you know and I'm like this is totally my fault yeah and for reference we usually do like a hundred yeah like in one day um but that was we had done them and it seemed so crazy to just do walk-ins and so then we decided okay we need to have a structure so we did 15 minute appointments and it was just too much we were way faster yeah it just didn't work out and then we you know we did another photo shoot where we were like okay, no appointments. It'll just be walk-ins. And then we had people waiting for like three hours for a camping photo. And I mean, it was so cute. It was a really cute photo session, but like, you know, like you don't want that for sure. They were sitting in the store, (laughs) sitting along the windows at the bottom, like the whole store, just people sitting. It was, yeah. Um, I think I made that same mistake too. At our pet business for Santa one year, we were like, okay, let's get a, we'll schedule them every five minutes. But then we also accepted walk-ins. And so the same thing happened. We had this long line. And I remember getting phone calls and text messages because I think I wasn't there at the time. But there was a pregnant woman, one of our customers was a longtime customer, super pregnant. And she was just, we put a dog bed on the floor for her. It was hysterical. (laughs) And then we were like, can we get you anything? Like, can we move you in front of people? And she was like, no, I'm good. You know, she she was pretty happy, but not everyone was so happy. They definitely, it was too long of a wait. So, so yeah. So you're saying in the events, it's in the, the, the planning of your events, um, when there isn't some attention to detail or like a thought process, really think playing it out in your head ahead of time on like, what's going to happen. I think is, is probably yeah, what sure. you've learned from that experience. Right. Yeah. And I mean, then like, I mean, our last couple photo events, like, I think we finally like nailed it out, but it took like, it took you know, s- uh, six years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for our listeners, oh, don't you stress. Don't you stress. That's what we help pet boss our pet bosses oh, no, no. getting a little more clarity and organization. Yeah. Oh, the no. only thing is if you're gonna have a marketing strategy and you have a good email list and all of that works great when you do certain things, like plan for the unexpected and over plan stuff. Like make sure you've thought it all through mm-hmm. and have a structure in place because your marketing may be on point, but if that's a mess in here, chances are next time it's not gonna be as successful because it was stressful for people or you know i mean it's just think about every single detail and plan just like the way you plan your social media plan those things too yeah we definitely learned from it and we you know refocused and the next time we were like hey like we know like some people like waited three hours and we're really sorry about that so this time we're gonna do a little bit different and like you know they always show our customers always show up we love our customers so um, yeah yeah I love that. So, um, what's something that surprised you recently with your marketing? Probably. So Flo has been doing a lot of email marketing and, um, social media, and we've kind of like picked out some products and, you know, she's not here to see like the sales like daily, you know? And so like, we had this new toy and, um, she posted it and then, you know, like everybody started commenting on the feed. Well, like within the day, like we're, we're sold out. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And how many did you buy? Not enough. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't have enough supply to meet the demand. So uh, 
Right. And that has happened like two or three I'm just times. Curious, but I, I, I'm curious, like how many is it? Are we talking six or are you 12? How many did you like, order? We, I had ordered like 12 in a day. They all went multiple sizes, you know, and like everybody wanted one. And then they were just kept coming in and I'm like, huh, I'm so sorry. Like, we're yeah. So- Cause they saw them on social media now. Yeah. Hopefully you started a wait list for them. Yes. <laughs> we always have our special order. Like yes. we will call you as, as soon as they're back in stock. I think Flo's like wording on her post too, like has really like, like I get crazy. Yeah. So that is, <laughs> I, I, like, I, well, I, explain that. So if you're surprised by that, like, what do you, what, what do you mean by your wording and what, how do you get crazy? I, okay. So like today I posted this new brand that we just brought in and I obviously want, I, the goal is to get people interested in it and to, to sell it. So, um, sometimes I can get a little bit wordy on things, but I definitely make sure that I use a lot of times the company has already figured out your, their wording for you. Like you can Google, I, I oftentimes really often look on their site or, you know, how they would describe it because sometimes I just don't have the words for it. And so I can get pretty long winded, I guess. Is yeah. You're looking at their hit, like the hang tag or the packaging yeah. or the yeah. website, the brand's website. They have, they, you're right. They have already invested a ton of money into their brand and those products. And so you can repurpose that information and put your own spins on it for what makes sense yeah, for your it's literally like this company Kong described this uh toy I'm holding up a toy I know you can't see me but I keep thinking that you can't it's like a dodo uh, bird or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> dodo bird is like bright pink nylon dodo bird not nylon I don't know but it's like a woven toy and um a lot of times you know the word that they use for this is like you can thrash it around and I don't know it the way you describe it, like people just, you, they have to visualize what their dog can do with this toy. And so when they visualize the dog's activity or you describe a treat to the person, you're not describing the treat to the dog because the dog smells it and eats it. The person has to realize, oh my gosh, I want to smell that treat. So I'm going to buy it. Um, (laughs) They say it smells so good. And so you have to really focus on what are you trying to get out of that customer? What do you want that customer to feel? What do you want that customer to visualize? And that's what I try to focus on. And I know how important the relationship is with my customers that buy my product. They want to know you. They want to know your opinion. They want to know what your dogs think. And so oftentimes it'll be like, we have these little icons. I don't use them enough, but you can put them on a picture that says like Ruby approved or Boone approved. Those are Amanda and Jay's dogs. And people want to see that. They want to feed Like you are the person who knows everything in this store. So they want to know what you do. They want to know what your dogs play with. They want to know what works and what doesn't. And so Mm -hmm. if you can make it personal and then that's one step closer to having the sale. And it's so weird to talk about it like in numbers because, you know, but that's essentially what the marketing is about. Yeah. Boom. Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Flo's just laid it all down. She's like, that's how you do it. Oh uh, no, I love it. Those were those were um some really solid tips there. I really like that. I like that about using the brands, marketing, and their copy already. And I love that you're surprised by how the copy's copy is performing and then putting that personal touch on everything. All very good. <clears throat> all right. So if someone's looking to hire um a marketing team member. What skills, habits, or traits should the business owner be looking for in that person? I know we've already talked on the fact that you're, you're passionate about the products and you are a pet parent. Those are definitely things that are important, but are there, are there skills or habits that flow has? 
I mean, definitely like she definitely has some skills in photography. I mean, she likes, she enjoys photography. Um, that helps a lot. Probably, I mean, if you're gonna have a marketing person, like Flo and I are at a point, like, you know, we we built a relationship as friends. Like, if I see something and I'm like, I don't like that, I can like honestly be like, I don't I I hate that, you know. And she's not gonna take offense to it. She might take a little bit, but <laughs> the other day but, it was like Jay didn't like something, and I'm like <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> you want to fight? So, yeah, I mean, yeah. But like being important. able to be like honest and being, you know, like not taking it personal. Yeah. So maybe finding okay. somebody who is flexible and flexible, yeah. take feedback without mm-hmm. taking it personally. Right. Yes. Yeah, for sure. That's good. And but you have to, it has to be somebody who can like, but I come in here often times and I like unload all my ideas, you know, I'm like, here's my notebook, like, bam, here's my ideas. And then we literally go through it. And she's like, no, yes, no, yes. You clear it out. And it just has to be like, I sit down and I take your calendars, like pet boss calendars, and I brainstorm for three months. And I think, okay, this could be a cool idea. And then I just present it. And it's, there was probably a time a long time ago where I would have taken offense, but you know, we had to all grow up at some point. So um, <laughs> That's so right. Yeah, We're running a real business so- now. It's not just a hobby. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think somebody who can, can present ideas and be mm-hmm. really creative, have enough ideas that when something gets shot down, you ain't out you of it. More. Like you don't, mm-hmm. you still have other things. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And what tools, I know you mentioned the pet boss planners that we give. Could you elaborate a little bit more on that, on how that supports what you guys do? Lifesavers. They are. They, I mean, can you imagine the time it would take? Yeah. <laughs> I um, love them because the planners are just like, there's awesome. So every, for those of you who don't know what it looks like, what, how I look at it is like, what I love is that there's every single day has a a national something day. There's literally a national like pizza day. I don't know. There's like a day for everything. I don't know who came up with that, but, um, so you can literally celebrate all of those. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to celebrate those days on social media. It also means celebrate those days for your employees. And what helps is that everything is in that calendar Mm -hmm. and it's, condensed and everything. I love your topics and your ideas. Um, it just makes it so much easier and quicker to just come up with something and say, okay, this works for me, but actually I can use this and implement, implement this with it, or I can build on it. You don't have to just use those ideas. You know, if everybody just used those ideas, everybody did the same things, it would all be boring, you know? Like, so I really use it as it's such an inspiration to just figure out, okay, how can I implement this? This is so cool. Yeah. And I mean, the planners do by the day, but they also like break down the weeks or if you want to even like broaden it, it does by the month. So like this month was national train your dog month. That's like our month long campaign. You can, we take ideas and just run with them. Yeah. In in the promotion section, we only give you maybe one or two sentences for inspiration. And then, yeah, you do have to run with it, but that, that allows, I think so many pet professionals, like we have over 250 members in the pet boss club. And some people are even in the same towns. And so there's enough variety in there though, in those planners that even can people in in the same market can still get enough from the planner to see uh, all all of the ways that they could use these either national holidays or even just other promotion ideas in the seasons and things like that. So I'm glad you use those. I literally, uh, downloaded it at the end of December, maybe like mid December. And I just was like, going through it all and making notes and putting everybody's birthdays in there too, to make sure I don't forget those. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I just start brainstorming and then, 
um, add it all in and make notes and then we meet and talk about it. So it just makes it really clear and easy. And also what I love about it is the actual at the bottom, you have like the calendars that are open that you can fill in and you can put your own dates and stuff. And oh my gosh, I love that because um, it just makes it so clear on what you want to talk about and um, things that you know you're going to want to post, you put in there and then you fill the rest in. And it's just nice for everybody to have an overview. Like I will then share that. It's just straightforward. Yeah. You know, we used to like, just like fly by the seat of our pants. Right. Or you see on somebody else's social media that it's national dog day and you're like, shoot, I wish we would have known that. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. now we do. Cause we have our planners and can think ahead. Okay. And then you use Canva. I know. Right. You love Canva. I don't know how I ever lived without Canva. I design my rack cards for my business in there. And then I just print them. I design my business card and cards in there. I mean, I design so many things that would cost me hundreds of dollars to hire someone else to do it. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's so worth it. So if anybody doesn't have Canva, it's a no brainer investment and you, it can be cheaper if you pay for the whole year. And they have their templates they can use, or if you're a pet boss club member, we also provide additional templates for all kinds yeah, of yeah. things. So you can get that there. Okay, cool. And then you've got a high quality camera, right? I've seen you put yes. that out before, but you don't need a high quality camera. You just need at least a, a, a smartphone that can take some good pictures. Yeah. So I'm, really picky i think about photo quality um but i i also do the pet photos here so that's i think where that comes from and so i actually just if you're looking for a phone that you want to actually just use your phone and don't want a camera i would definitely recommend we our iphone like apple users um doing the bigger iphone the iphone pro um is has a way better camera than a normal iphone um, and that takes really incredible photos it's like almost camera level but i have a a pretty um schnazzy camera that I love to use. And I just, and mine like, tra like transfers immediately to my phone. So that is a game changer for me. It also makes me feel like a little bit more focused and more professional that I'm actually like thinking, I'm already thinking about what I'm going to do, how I'm going to take this photo and how it relates into my content that I'm trying to share. Right, so how's it going to be used? Mm -hmm. And with like, when you're doing photography, like you just bought the, um, like the backgrounds. Oh yeah. But you can literally use like wrap brown craft wrapping paper wrap and grit like awesome. great photos so yes. yeah you're yeah. talking about like for flat lays of product right so yes. if you're gonna flat lays your products just... flat lays or yeah up and down you're gonna lay down a piece of craft paper or mm -hmm. a patterned paper if like maybe there's a store that is has brighter colors they could use a you know solid color purple or you know hobby lobby paper. has the poster board rolls in the like craft like in there like uh yeah poster board section and that's honestly what i use for a long time and i still use them sometimes you can buy different colors and you could also go to lowe's and get like big floor tiles and use those it's there's a lot of different ways you can get creative and that's where the variation comes from in the instagram profile is some photos are taken on the backdrop some photos are taken in the store um just mixing up the feed so it doesn't all look consistent like if i took all the photos on that backdrop, the feed would be really boring. And not to bring up the Pet Boss Club again, but we do have a training in the Pet Boss Club about photography. We do. The resources are incredible. <laughs> and how to do that in those flat lays yeah. for products. So, um, all right. As we wrap up here, I just appreciate your time with us so much today. Is there last anything last that you'd like to share for anyone who's feeling overwhelmed about doing social media or afraid to go live or worried about the unsubscribes on an email list? Any final thoughts for us? Probably just, just do it. You've just got to do it. Just yeah, don't worry about perfection. It's always like progress over perfection because there's always going to be room for improvement and like everything's always changing, you know? And then for me, I would say, I like to pick like five categories of things that you want to tell people. So they could be like, 
education, entertainment, uh, building the community, engagement, like pick some things that you want to do on your page and stick to those. You can literally schedule your posts. It does not take a lot of time to write it down and come up, write your ideas and then schedule your posts. Like if you have downtime on a Sunday in front of the TV, sit down, or if you're feeling inspired, write your captions, schedule the posts. And I use, we try to use Planoli. We haven't tried Hootsuite or anything, but you can literally use Facebook business suite now to do Instagram and Facebook. And it's been a game changer. I literally just go and create a post, share it to both. You can even edit the Instagram caption, add your hashtags, just schedule it. But then you do have to go in and engage with people and like their stuff and reply to them. Right. That's a full, like a full-time job, (laughs) but we don't have to do it all. We just have to do a little bit. We need to find the one piece of marketing. That's going to be your primary marketing tool, right? What's the primary one. It's going to be either Facebook or Instagram. It can't be both. You really should just pick one wherever your customers are, where the majority of your customers are, that's where you want to focus your time on that. And then also we definitely want you to focus on building your own list, which means not, that's not followers, right? That are, those are people who you have their contact information for. So that might be an email marketing list. It might be a text, a texting list, or maybe you are, for whatever reason, you do a lot of direct mail and you need your customer's addresses. Like every one of us have different businesses but you need to be building your list. That's most important. So if you get anything out of all of this is that we want you to get over yourself and get over your fear because people do need to hear from you because you are an expert, right? (laughs) We need you to just get out there and just do it. It doesn't have to be perfect, but we need to help more pet parents know about your amazing business. And the only way they will get to know you is if you step out of that comfort zone and commit to your marketing. Well, thank you so much for being here, Flo and Amanda from Pure Pet. Um, it's, It's been a pleasure. Thanks for sharing. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, it was awesome. And for anybody who wants to know any of the resources that have been shared today, whether it was Canva or the camera or Facebook business, all of the things that we talked about will be on our show notes. Just visit petboss.com forward slash episode five. And thanks for listening today. We'll see y'all real soon. Bye. Guys, I'm just so honored that you are tuning into this podcast. And did you know that we've already reached the top 3% of all podcasts across the globe? It's amazing. We're climbing the charts because of our awesome listeners like you. I know there's still pet professionals out there who need to hear all of our doggone good tips shared on this show. Can you help us find them? Now, how you do that is that when you click to follow the podcast, or the more you download different episodes, or if you choose to leave us a review, those things will help the podcast get pushed out into the world so that more people who need to hear this will find it. Thanks so much for your support. And until we talk next week, stay focused, stay motivated, and go boss your business.